what is this going to actually look like on a day-to-day scale? Because we can say, yeah, I want to grow critical thinking, but then we're annoyed when our children question our authority on something. We started homeschooling because we want the freedom to educate our children in the way that's best for them. We want to be the one to provide that for them. But too quickly, expectations get in the way and it starts to get overwhelming trying to make learning happen. My name is Natalie Burns and welcome to the Assured Podcast, where we talk about how to homeschool and not get burned out by it. After a decade of teaching high school in the public school system, I left my position to homeschool my own three children. Now I share the practical learning strategies you can incorporate into your homeschool teaching and tackle the underlying belief systems that have been holding you back from having a deeper connection with your child through the process. Here you will find refreshment as you embrace the personal growth that comes with homeschooling. Every child deserves a custom education. I want you to feel assured that you are equipped to be the one to provide that for them. Join us for each episode to learn how to approach your homeschool teaching from a place of easygoing confidence. Hey, welcome back. We are on episode six, the last episode of season one already. Oh, can you believe it? Today, we are talking all about questioning. When your child is questioning you, when they are resisting you, what do you do? Well, guess what? This is actually a huge win. This is a huge benefit if you are trying to grow critical thinking in your child. So today, we are going to unpack what your purpose is for homeschooling so that if something is happening where you're not really sure how to interpret this, you can now view it in light of what your purpose is. If your purpose is to raise critical thinkers and then your child is questioning you, hip, hip, hooray, that's great. That's what you want them to do. So it completely changes your reaction to the moment. Your homeschool purpose is so much more than just why are you homeschooling, even though it definitely does include why you're homeschooling, but it also then starts to shape what you do and how you do it. So your purpose is going to be your internal driver of why you do things is going to then shape the decisions that you make in your homeschool, like what kind of planning you do, whether you do forward planning or reverse planning whether you use this kind of curriculum or that kind of curriculum, subjects or themes, what time of the day you homeschool, all of those things. And it also includes how you go about doing things. What kind of values do you hold and how does that shape what you actually go about doing? I told you that I'm all about both the practical how-to quick wins and that inner transformation. So Let's get right to that quick win here. How do you write your homeschool purpose? First of all, you are going to think about what your role is here. What do you do? What is the whole point of this for you? Plus, you're going to add that with what your children will do. What does this actually practically look like in their lives? And finally, so they can, and then think about what your value is and add that here. In order to fill out this template for writing your homeschool purpose, you are going to need these key pieces of information. So let's break them down. The what you do. I want you to think about what your role is with your child. Remember I talked about in previous episodes that your role is not to make learning happen. Your role is not to do this to them or for them. 
you are their guide. So think about how you train them or guide them or raise them up. And that can be the start of your statement. You raise them too. And then what are you trying to do with them? And what do you want to see come out of them? Would you like to grow their critical thinking, their creative thinking? Would you like them to think uh, with a certain kind of perspective? And then also think about your values personally. What kind of things that you value that they grow up with? And then ask them specifically what they value. What kind of values do they hold? Maybe you have more than one child. Ask them each individually. Then think about all of you together, how do those values come together in harmony? Now, they may not be the same, but you may be able to find underlying aspects that are the same for each of those values. So for example, maybe one child loves to read independently and another likes to put on their headphones and rock out on their drums. Well, both of them are really tuning in and listening carefully. And so that is an underlying value. They enjoy that independent and that creative listening time. If you know this value for all of your family combined, then you can start to curate your experiences to really tap into what you value. When you start to consider what kind of things you value, I want you now to think about what that's going to look like on the day-to-day. -day. Now, I mentioned very briefly at the beginning, if you value critical thinking, what is this going to actually look like on a day-to-day -day scale? Because we can say, yeah, I want to grow critical thinking, but then we're annoyed when our children question our authority on something or they say, well, why do I have to? Or just because you say that's the right way doesn't mean I have to do it that way. And this can be shocking when that starts to happen, you know, like those middle school-ish kind of years. Do we then get offended? Do we start to go, whoa, hold on a second, honey. Who do you think you're talking to? You need to do what I say. I'm telling you what the right thing to do is, and I'm telling you the best way to go about doing it. Or do we go, okay, you're trying to figure this out for yourself and you have your own unique way of thinking and your own unique perspective. And you get to now consider what that is, communicate that and go about doing things in your own way. Now, instead of being upset about them questioning you, you can focus on, okay, well, hold on a second here. Let's talk about how you question me and how we do that in still a kind and respectful kind of way. while also honoring their autonomy and independence and, you know, their own advocacy for themselves. So this is a really, really key point to understand when you know your purpose for what you're doing, why you're doing it and how you want to go about doing it. It's going to really free up the way that you view things. You're going to have such a lighter perspective on what they go about doing because you're not holding the ownership for yourself. You're there to guide them while they hold the ownership of their own learning for themselves. And this is why I say it is a huge win when your child is questioning you in your homeschool because they're thinking, they're practicing, and they're giving it a go. And we just need to, you know, buff the edges to make sure that they do so gracefully while really encouraging them to navigate how they go about sharing their thinking.
So one more time, that homeschool purpose template I'm giving you, I'll write it also in the description below. What you do plus what they learn to do plus so they can value. Would you like an example of what this could look like? I'll share with you mine, knowing that all of our families are different. And this is, again, like a snapshot in time for where we're at right now. My homeschool purpose is I train up my children to think for themselves with the mind of God so they can utilize their gifts in community. So this highlights my desire for training up my children in righteousness, my desire for my children to become critical and creative thinkers who think for themselves, our family value of thinking the way God thinks and aligning ourselves with his perspective, and my children's autonomy to grow and use their individual gifts, as well as our family value of working together to build community and serving one another with love. So whenever I get tired and worn out, whenever other people are putting their expectations on me or questioning what I'm doing, why I'm doing it and judging our homeschool, this is what I go back to. I go back to our homeschooling purpose. Nobody else can instill this in my children the way that my husband and I can. They will not learn these things as effectively in a traditional school setting as they will with me at home. And so this is my purpose. This is my mission. My children are my main number one mission field. And this is the purpose that I have for homeschooling them. Now, you may also notice that while there are other kind of niches in life that many of us moms are a part of, I mean, we may have like a purpose statement that we want to make and a mission for our home life in general, maybe for our work or for our ministry. And that's okay. You can have different purposes that are kind of niched down under one underlying umbrella of what your purpose is for being here. And I want you to know that you do have purpose. You have a purpose for being here. And you have so much worth and value to bring to the table here. And this is around you really identifying who you are and what you are capable of and who you have been called to be and what you've been called to do. I've shared this image before, and I think this is a great time to share it right now. And that is that sometimes when we are called to something, it feels like we can't do it, right? I'm, I, I've got a hand up here and I'm sure you do too. When we have been called to something and it feels like it's just wearing us down, like for example, homeschooling, maybe you feel like you are just becoming depleted in the process. Okay, imagine for me for a minute, a river, a rushing river that is flowing through this conduit. And what happens is the water rushes down through this river. What happens to the river banks? If you've done some geography with your children, then you know that it starts to erode, break down the sides of that river. This river is the conduit and the sides are getting depleted and it is uncomfortable and it's wearing away. You are a conduit and your river is the river of life. And as the river of life flows to you from the heavenlies, through you and then out to your family, yes, is going to wear away the sides, is going to erode you and break you down. But this is not actually depletion. This is actually a product of fullness. 
in order to get fullness, we need to wear that away so you can become more capable. Your capacity is increased at that moment for you to be able to give so much more to your family. So I want you to remember when you feel like it's wearing away, circumstances are just depleting you. This is really a product of fullness. And your Heavenly Father is equipping you with everything you need to fulfill your purpose today and always, especially in your homeschool and in other ways too. So I hope that this is encouraging for you because we don't want to be seeing moments of resistance and questioning and pushback as necessarily something that is wearing us down, but instead is allowing us to increase our capacity for what we are capable of for fulfilling our life purpose. This brings us to the end of season one here. Oh man, if you have enjoyed this and you would love to stick around for season two, then please hit that follow button and share this with a friend. Next season for season two, we're going around the theme of recharge and all around homeschool exhaustion. If you're just hearing about this now, recently I hosted a homeschool virtual summit where we gathered together 12 experts in homeschooling who shared encouragement, insight, and practical strategies for how you can overcome homeschool exhaustion. For season two here, I am sharing exclusive content from the conversations that I had with each of these guest experts. You are going to hear a little preview of some of their expanded thoughts on what they shared about in the summit. And I am so excited. You won't want to miss this. So make sure that you hit that follow button right now and invite a friend so that you can join us for season two. 